What up, Vaughn? What's going on? I knew you were about to do it. I know, I'm about to do what? I'll do it. We're back! <laughs> Adam said he hates when he edits our podcast to hear that. I know, that's why I do it. <laughs> it's not It's not for anybody else. It's for me. Uh, Man, we've had a past two couple weeks for uh, fun. Yeah, it is. Had the twins on. Twins were on, yeah. We had Jason Waller. From the hills in Laguna Beach, yeah, that may be my favorite one. That was that was a good one. It, it was it would dude. That was almost two weeks in a row where you had to open up about your feelings. We may get an Emmy award about for that one. Is Emmy's the one for? Uh, what is is that for podcasts? I mean, we'll just I don't know. We need to make our own reward or award. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. Nobody's seen it yet. Uh, yeah. So we wanted to jump on here, just us two. It's a freestyle. We need to talk about any uh, sponsors. Are we? We need to talk about Bison Media. Well, Bison Energy Drinks, Bison Media, Media by Bison, Media by Bison. I, I always mess that up. Uh, those guys are our show presenter, show sponsor. Uh, Dale Not Dale is our ten percent discount code on their website. And on our website, it was it, it's up already. So <laughs> it's, it's it's, up. we've been <laughs> so we've been saying this for three weeks, but I this hope, time we're serious. This time we're serious. This I isn't hope, the Dale who cried wolf. I hope you uh, have bought T-shirts by now, and if you have, make sure you're tagging us and posting pictures and uh, doing something fun in them. Dude, that's a preemptive sale right there. We'll reshare Like, them. you know we haven't sold a single t-shirt right now online. Just, but you know it's going to happen by the time people are hearing this. I'm speaking into existence. Uh, it's going to happen. So I think Mel Gibson wants to buy one. Yeah. M-E-L-L. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, the same yeah. guy on the podcast. Yeah. From birth name Melly. <laughs> so, uh, we're good, man. We'll, we'll kick to the music and we'll get started. Let's do it. <laughs> Not like the sound of a fresh bison energy being cracked. Is it good? Oh, man. God, that's good. You feel energized? You know, the best thing about their drinks, they only got, I think, 116 milligrams of caffeine. So it's not like most drinks have like 200 plus. So these don't... uh, Does caffeine affect you? No. But for others... Who does, yeah. Yeah, like Crystal, she can drink these. It doesn't affect her. The other ones that have like 200 plus, I mean, she gets all wiry. I wonder what a cup of coffee is. Like 50. Okay, so I drink probably five cups of coffee every morning. They're 16 ounces. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm. They call me diuretic Vaughn. You're probably dehydrated. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You don't drink enough water. No, no, that we I brew the coffee with water. Right? I mean, there's water yeah, in but coffee. It, it cancels out. I don't th- I don't think so. It was on Mythbusters. Like if you go to McDonald's and you get a Big Mac and you get a Diet Coke, no cancellation. I mean, you shouldn't eat McDonald's. Uh, you're 100% right on that. I don't. My body's my temple. 
You mean to tell me you haven't had a sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin? No, I'll eat that. That's about the only thing. Every once in a while, I'll grab that. That's, that's about the only thing I'll eat from there. Those are those are good. They're great. Crystal finally had one the other day for the first time. She loved it. For the first time? Yeah, because she always gets like a, like a, uh, just sausage cheese biscuit. I'm like, so boring. Mm-hmm. Need some eggs in your life, girl. That's what you I know, told her. You know what I don't like? So, um, Chick Fil A chicken minis, the breakfast. They're dry. They are so dry, and people love them. I don't get it. I put honey on them though, and so they're not dry. Yeah, see, I don't want to have to work to do my food. That's why I love crawfish, but I don't like to eat them. Oh, dude, because you got to work, and I'll, then you and then your finger. Like I'll, I have soft hands, and it, the yeah. shell cuts my thumbs. Everything about your life is soft. You're right, hundred <laughs> percent right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we really have no plan for this episode. No, we're gonna freestyle this one. I'm excited about this. So I guess whatever comes to mind, we'll talk about, and we, we'll go off, and it'll be all over the place. I what I'm thinking is, is people are like, I wonder how Vaughn and Dale are when it's just them and the random stuff they talk about, and this is gonna be that. I mean, this is going to be a I mean, normal conversation that we would have, like, on a dude's road trip. This oh, is what stuff I'd bring up. I would be talking about music. Cause I've never asked you, what kind of music, like, what's, what's your musical taste? I've never heard you talk about music. Like, I'm big about music. That's- so, I'm not a big music guy. Really? Um, but I, I will tell you that in my soul, I feel, if people are reincarnated, I was a rapper. I believe it. I absolutely love rap music, and I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hey, speaking of that, okay, so we'll go off. This is what here goes a tangent. So, Rogan recently had Anthony Kiedis on one, like they just released their second double album of this year, like eight months apart. Yeah, and then uh, which is crazy. Then Anthony Kiedis is about to turn sixty. Isn't that crazy? He looks good. I know for having. Whatever diseases he has, I think it doesn't. He ha- I think he has like, like bad, like hepatitis or something like that. I mean, everybody's got that. <laughs> Get checked for hepatitis. Yeah, uh, we shared a drink before. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, no, so that was cool. And I'm a big music guy. I, I do like Chili Peppers. I like a funny thing also about the Chili Peppers. So my dad. Is a big music dude, yeah. but he hates Anthony Kiedis and the Chili Peppers. Hates them. So my little brother, being a little prick like he like I am, he plays guitar. Well, he just learned. He learned like as younger, he learned all the Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. And so dad would walk in the room, he'd start playing it. My dad would get pissed. How He's can like, anyone not like the Red dude, Hot Chili Peppers? I can't say the words that he uses to express the Chili Peppers and Anthony Kiedis, but yeah. they're very uh, they're very crude. We need and they're funny. Him, we need to get your dad on the podcast. He would be a good time. And we would make that one explicit so that he can really <laughs> display himself. Uh, but back to the Chili Peppers. So, Anthony was on there. And then, like, probably a week or two before Rick Rubin was on there, who's a big producer, yep. which I'm a big fan of, a uh, big innovator. You know, he's the one that, like, it was his idea to do Walk This Way with Run DMC and Aerosmith, which was crazy at the time. You know, so he was telling all these stories. And then Anthony Kiedis, fast forward to him. So uh, the coolest thing about them, their biggest song was Under the Bridge, okay? Mm-hmm. And whenever he worked with them on the uh, 
Hot Chili Peppers album, the uh, Blood, Sex, Magic, whatever that album. Yeah. He uh, he said that they were in their studio and he was showing Rick Rubin some some of the material and songs that they had. He's like, oh, I like it, but what else you got? And so apparently, like, Anthony Keys would always write poems and stuff like that. So he wrote this poem, uh, like this. He wrote this song, kind of a poem, under the bridge, which was his more vulnerable. He's like, man, this is gonna, this ain't gonna do well. This is a kind of vulnerable song that's not really. It's kind of like a chick song. He thought, kind of, yeah, per se. And he's like, I want to hear this. And so he played that. He's like, that's going to be your best song ever. And then, like, it's just crazy. Like, that guy, Yeah, he's that much of a, like, you can spot that, you know. He's a savant to the beat. Yeah. But he just, he knew. And they, he's like, man, it's just crazy because, that, you know, it was one that he was reluctant to put out. He didn't want to put that, share that with, his, with, the, with the world. Yeah. And it was their biggest song. It's a great song. Like, he called that. That uh, you know, he called the shot. You know, it's crazy. That's an awesome song too. Yeah, it's a great song. So just recently, I started listening to them again because I, I used to really be big in them. They, like that Californication album that came out. My favorite my one senior was year. Stadium Arcadium. That was a good album. I loved it. So uh, yeah, I've always been a fan of the Chili Peppers. Uh, but man, I I'm such a big. I grew up. So my I grew up country. My mom was big into country, old country. My dad was a rocker. I mean, he played in rock bands. Yeah. Play guitar, so I was, you know, I was in grip listening to metal with him, country for my mom. Then I got into rap early age. I remember when I bought the Chronic album. I was in Pensacola, Florida. It was like fifth grade, and I, my mom's like, "What's this promo Valor secret?" I said, like, "Oh, they all have that, you know." <laughs> and then I'm bumping freaking Dr. Dre in my Walkman, and uh, she didn't know how gangster I was in fifth grade, but I was. Dude. I will never forget the first CD I bought that had parental advisory explicit lyrics on it. It was an Offspring CD. Oh, really? And I had gotten it, and I don't remember if there was an age where you could buy them. I don't remember what it was. I think maybe you had to be seventeen about or sixteen. So I had my sister with me who was older, so she probably <coughs> bought it for me. Yeah. And then uh, I got home and I started listening to it. Like I knew there was bad words in it. Like. I didn't say anything about it, and I just kind of kept it to myself. The bad thing is you can say the F word one time, and it makes an explicit album. Yeah, well, Offspring did that a lot of times. Uh, My dad found, you know how they had the CD, and then inside they had the, like the, the booklet? And the lyrics, yeah. And it had all the lyrics in it, and my dad looked at it. Needless to say, I have had to move on from Offspring. He said Offspring's the devil. He did. I, You know, my, my parents never... Uh, they didn't affect that. I mean, I had all the music, man. I, I was big into, man, all kinds of music, dude. I, and then I got away from country for a long time. And then when I had McKenzie, I got back into country. I don't know what it was, but I got back into country big time to like, dude, I, I listen to country more than anything probably now. So you went from metal to country? Metal to country. Well, metal, country, rap, uh, Man, there's, there, I mean, there's Christian artists I listen to. There's all kinds of stuff. So I listen, you're, you're like death a, metal. I listen to everything. You're a modern day Brantley Gilbert. No. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. He's terrible. I can see it in you. I don't mind Brantley Gilbert, but I just love all music. My dad told me at an early age, he's like, man, good music is good music no matter who sings it. So I've always just been a big fan of, like, I don't have a, I'm pretty open minded about the genres, the styles. You like, like Selena? Yeah, I like some Selena songs. Fun fact. I was born at the same hospital. In, Selena in Corpus? died. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. 
I go back. I still go back to that hospital every now and then to see the nurses that were around. They're like, ah, oh, I remember you. You were the cutest baby we've ever birthed. Yeah. Yeah. We're surprised you're a boy now. They say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some do. <laughs> some do. Yeah. I came out with black hair. Really? I had black hair as a newborn baby, but it like m- months later it changed to blonde. Kenzie had Kenzie was born with a head full of black hair and Crystal uh she was all doped up because we tried to have her naturally, couldn't do it. So she was on she had her epidural. Yeah. Then she wasn't uh dilating or whatever it was, and so they had to bring her and do a C section. And so they did a spinal tap on that as well on her. So, dude, when she got out, she was la-la land, and she was like, she started crying. She didn't know. She's like, it's not my kid, because Kenzie had a head full of dark hair. She like, oh, did not. I swear to God. Oh, I love So, she, so okay. So, she birthed Kenzie, and they took her away and then brought her back without no, her seeing. No, no, so, no. It was right away. Okay. But so, she was just so doped up that oh. she just didn't, she didn't, like, it just freaked her out. So, the baby comes out of her loins, and she says, that's not my kid. <laughs> yeah. Y'all didn't tell Kenzie that, did you? Uh, every day. Oh man! No, it was it was it was just funny because she was so she was so out of it, like it because she had epidural and a spinal tap. Did they kick you out of the room whenever they did the epidural? No, they did me. They let me they let me help. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so funny if we had an epidural on the on one of our podcasts. Did you and I just get an epidural. I'll do it, dude. I, I, <laughs> The feeling I'm okay with, it's the thought of a needle going into my vertebrae and into my spine. That doesn't bode well with me. Dude, like, you could mishap and, like, paralyze somebody. Oh, and it it happened. I mean, of course, it's rare, but it happens. Really? And that's why I got kicked out of the room. The doctor was like, you you know, you got to leave. It's kind of one of those. Quit making jokes. Yeah. And, you know, there I am out on the outside of the door beating it down saying, Lindsay, it's propofol. They're trying to put you to sleep. (laughs) So, but she's fine. She she's, was, she's still walking. Yeah. I mean, she has that, that twitch in her foot real bad, but yeah, well, she'll get over that. That's just when she's around you. Yeah, that's true. She's probably frustrated. Uh, it was crazy having your first kid. I remember that. I mean, you only had one, so I know the second kid, it, you know, so like you didn't experience the first, the second kid, like first kid, dude, everybody was involved. Everybody's there. Oh, yeah. You can hear these stories. Literally, everybody was at the hospital. Uh, Danielle, Ashley, our brother-in-laws. Everybody's there that first day to see the baby, do all this. And then fast forward two years, we had Bronson. And just me and Chris will go. Everybody's like, hey, just send us a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it, you, people say that, but it really does happen like that. Dude. Like, I, they just don't really – it's not as it's not as magical. The baby shower, all that stuff. You know, nowadays – and I think it's actually regional. I don't think this is this is something we do in Texas. But now you have a baby; it's your first baby, right? So if you're a guy, they throw a diaper a diaper party. Yep, we did that. And if you're a girl, it's or if if you're a the woman having the baby, they throw a bridal shower, or not bridal shower, a baby shower yep. in in whole. But then the second one with my friends, if they invite me to another baby shower or now they have joint well, baby most showers. people don't do those anymore though i'm i'm dude i i reply with lol they call them a sprinkle sprinkle they do do they really yeah see i'm so out of the kid game but like we didn't have gender reveal parties when we had our kids either and now that, that's the craze and now i mean you don't know what powder is going to come out of the balloon <laughs> i mean it could be pink blue 
purple. That uh, yeah, those are uh, those get pretty interesting. Like my little brother, my so Randy, my uh, not my not the youngest one, but the other brother, younger. He uh, you know, they're freaking rednecks from the country, and he he shot tannerite to oh. blow up the color at my dad's Dude, <laughs> the I country. Like, I like it. That is that is nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what you do when you live in the country. Yeah, you can do that in the city. I mean, you can, but it's frowned yeah. upon. Yeah. <laughs> Shooting ARs into the <laughs> to the back of the woods. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, it's just it's crazy how much uh, like I wouldn't want to wait that long. Like we found out. I mean, we found out as soon as we could because I I don't I, I don't remember. I have a cousin that just had her, her first kid. She's my age. And they wait till they the day the baby was born to find out. I'm like, dude, that's psychopath stuff. It is because Can't if it's it. your first one, like you know, one of the things about having a kid is, is if you have a kid and it's your first one, you know, you get. I mean, quite frankly, you get a lot of presents and toys and yeah. whatever it is. Like, and they last for a while. Yeah. If you have no idea what the gender is, your presents are gonna be not. Yeah, I don't. In my luck, everybody gets something for a girl, and I have a boy. I told her she was crazy, and she had a boy, which is awesome. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I hate waiting till Christmas to give kids presents. Let's <laughs> just wait to find out. With kids. <laughs> like that's a big thing to wait for. Yeah. yeah. Did you get all excited to tell people she was pregnant? Huh? Did you get excited to tell people that like, Crystal? Crystal was pregnant? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. You probably just hopped right off of her and started calling people. Yeah, I'm like, She's I did pregnant. it. I did it. <laughs> it took. I knew it. <laughs> That's sex one time. <laughs> it's been practice ever since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was crazy. Yeah, we had. We didn't say we had trouble. We had a few things we had to do for the first one, uh, which is like more prevalent now. Girls have issues. You know, it's just yeah. crazy. I guess it's food we eat or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then. We were like, okay, we're going to wait two years to have Bronze. Uh, we'll have a, another kid. Right. Girl or boy, I was done. I was like, I'm going to get fixed after two kids. It's plenty. And then, uh, so we were about to get ready to start, like, preparing to have a kid. And yeah. then, boom, we found, like, she one weekend we are at my friend. She's like, man, I don't feel too good. I'm like, are you pregnant? She's like, no. You know, because last time she had to take some medicine, do some other stuff. Yeah. Nothing crazy, but she had to do some stuff from the doctor. And then... uh we went to the apartment we lived in, and she, uh, no, we were living at, at Mimi's, the house that we lived in for her while me and Crystal, when we were married. And, uh, yeah, she did a test, dude. She was pregnant. It was crazy. Uh, well, so the kids, I, uh, the kids are two years and two months apart. So y'all always wanted two kids, though, right? Yeah, I wanted two, and I was done. I was done. If I had two girls, I was done. Boy or girl would made it a bonus to where I was like, okay, I'm good. If regardless. you would have had two boys, would you still have been good with just two boys? Yeah, I mean, I, I had a girl first, so I was like, yeah. If I had another girl, I was like, I'm good with two girls. If I know the, if I have a boy, I'm good either. Way. Like either way, we were done. I wasn't gonna try for a. If we had two girls, I wasn't gonna try for a boy. How much money would it take for you to have another kid? I, nothing. I couldn't do it, dude. There's a number on everything. I don't know. All right, so you get to name your price tax-free. You get to have a third child, regardless if you can or can't. In this scenario, you can. Yep. You get to have a third child. What's the number? Man, I don't know, dude. Man, I'm about to get another dog. It doesn't count? Five million. Five million? Really? 
Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. It's a good number. Yeah. I get a GoFundMe going for you. Get it started. Dude, I will. Reverse reverse sectet reverse vasectomies are a deal, our thing. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that. It the amount of money it would take for me to have another kid is would be absolutely insane. <laughs> insane. You're that you're that opposed? Well, here's the here's the thing, and everybody's gonna agree to this. No two kids are the same. No, I know. So you have one who is going to be relaxed and calm and, you know, different type of personality. And then you have another one who's just a complete nut. That happens with everybody. And everybody's going to say, oh, I've got two good kids. You're lying. Sorry. Yeah. One of them gets on your nerves more than the other. One of them you like more than the other. And we've talked about this before. You don't have to tell me (laughs) which one it is. I already know that it's one of them. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, for me, having one child, I, because I, I never wanted children, actually. Lindsay wanted two. I wanted none. So we settled on one. Just did the math average. Why did you not want to have kids at all? Honestly, I, I think for the most part, I, I was so, when I was got out of college, I was so motivated to only think of myself. Like, literally, I was like, Nothing's okay, I'm changed. starting a career. <laughs> I mean, now that I'm a little nicer now. But I was like, I, I want to do this. I got to be here financially. I got to do all this. And, like, I just busted my ass right out of college to make it happen. And then I guess, like, the maturity caught on, which I'm still trying to learn how that works. Yeah, I, had, I haven't got that bug yet. And then I just did the, oh, I'm not going to prevent pregnancy pull the goalie <laughs> yeah that's what my grandma used to say yeah she's got a shirt and said that <laughs> i meet your grandma man but uh yeah i mean we just uh you know of course my luck the first time she took i wouldn't change it of course i mean i have a great child but i know yeah. that what would happen yeah, is i have yeah. a girl i mean uh you see Mackenzie and Bronson. They're to- they're two totally different kids. Yeah. Uh Bronson's more of a pain in the ass, there's no doubt. But Kenzie's twelve. And like I said, I know there's gonna be a time where this is gonna flip. Like she's at the point where she's yeah. about to be a teenager. Yeah. A lot of things are gonna change for her. Yep. Uh emotionally, her body, everything. You know, which is gonna be like I'm gonna be like, okay, I wanna be a I'm a part of it, but there's a the part that we're like, okay, I'm not a woman. Crystal's gonna be handling that. <laughs> uh, and then Bronson's gonna stop from being such a pain to being the easy one, you know. I think that's what's gonna happen. I, I feel like it's kind of what happens. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, they're, they're I mean they're two totally different. I mean they're they're good kids. They're, don't get me wrong. Uh, Bronson yeah. just whines a lot and it just kind of gets on my nerves. But, yeah, that's you know, age. It's just I think it's yes yeah, age, and I think the boys are more dramatic than the girls. I mean, have, from having both. Yeah. I mean, Kenzie was so easy. Like I seem, Kaiser seems like he's an easy kid. Yeah, he does. he's he's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so like I know what I'd have if I have another. This is like the roommate. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> I mean, we live in a neighborhood with no children. Everybody's retired. You know, kids don't knock on the door for Halloween, which I love because I can't stand kids. And um, it's just it's great. He has no friends. So I mean, your no Halloween in the neighborhood. Your Halloween didn't have anybody here. Not a single one. And in our neighborhood is the. Flip the script. It's 
chaos. Well, normally every year we go to y'all's neighborhood. Yeah, he was sick, so we didn't. Y'all didn't. Get to yeah, see and it was phenomenal. It was a uh, we hung out at the Heater Mike's house, ripped cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> did you see the text he sent today? I did. Was that really on a on the fa- on a real yeah. Facebook page? It was really on so our, somebody our neighborhood in Facebook your page. neighborhood was giving kids cigarettes. Well, somebody, somebody. I don't know if they were giving kids, but they gave a they did give a kid in middle school a pack of cigarettes. I, I'm I'm assuming I'm going, I'm going to assume. That that was on accident, because yeah, if, I mean, nothing's left in humanity. Mike, if it wasn't. I think they fell out Mike's sleeve. He has them rolled up. Mike, Mike and Howard, Eater Mike. He smokes. Yeah. Oh, like a choo-choo train. I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so that's what you know. He said that. He sent that text, but that's really went. Uh, so funny. That's so funny, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, kids are just a thing, man. I just. Yeah, I don't. They need too much. I don't know if I'd want a third kid. We're we're about to get a dog, you know, because yeah, I never mentioned that on here, but you know, we recently lost uh, our dog Kobe, which was a freaking traumatic experience for me. Yeah, that was a that was sudden. I never been. Yeah, he's we only had him a year and a half, and then you know had the accident. He ate he ate something. He got stuck in his in his intestines, and then we had a surgery done. It cost two grand. Is it did it like rupture his intestine? Yeah, yeah. So the 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 surgery went fine. Then they had him in like a dog doggy like an ER yeah. for the weekend, and we got a phone call the next morning, like four in the morning, saying that he's septic and there's no way to fix it. They're like, we can call a specialist. We'd have to fly a specialist in. It can be. She's like, she was good at telling us like, I wouldn't do it if I was you without saying that. Yeah, because she was like, there's still a good chance that he doesn't come from off the table. So I'm like, well, there's no point in spending that money and like him not being normal or yeah so uh it was rough man we had to like we got to spend some time with him before and it was dude i i was like ugly crying all that day like it was i never had that kind of like i've never been that emotional or anything it's sad to say that well i mean you know you know i guess because it's just i don't know man like i never really wanted animals before he's a good dog yeah but i was like i just didn't think it it hit me like that and it really did like you was, the dogs are, are something like you love when you have them, but you really know how much you love them when you don't have them. Yeah, I could see that. Because then you think back to times like, man, I was a jerk. Or, you know, you think about, you took for granted that you had them. Yeah. And then they're just gone that quick, which, you know, hell, it can happen to people, which is, you know, it's just crazy. I've lost people in my life that it's been emotional, but I feel like I was more emotional for, uh, sad to say. Yeah, well. It's yeah. just a different, I don't know. I just was not expecting that. It was very, uh, it was rough for me and Chris and the kids that day. Like, and then even for a few weeks after that, just coming home, him not being there, like that you're used to. Yeah. It was, uh, dude, it was rough, man. I just, I, I just didn't think I'd be crying. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that's, it was bad. It's part of a dog owner life. No, no, dude. So we're getting another dog. We got him. We're Tiger. Naming, naming him Tiger. Uh, same same breed. Same breed, uh, petite, golden doodle. Oh, so uh, yeah, we're excited. We actually pick him up on the eighth, which was Kobe a, a petite golden? Yeah, oh, same. Thing. Okay, same thing. Yeah, he gets about twenty twenty five twenty. Uh, Kobe was twenty pounds full, so he'll be about eighteen to twenty pounds. Okay, but uh, yeah. So I mean, by the time this airs, we'll have him. Yeah, that's awesome. How excited? 
Yeah, we're, we're pumped. We got some new pictures of them today. In your house, who do you make clean up pee, uh, clean up the pee and the poop? Uh, dude, you know what? Kobe only pooped in the house one time. Who cleaned it? One of the kids. I made them do it. But I, I do. I, I I'd clean up his pee because he married. He'd get excited when people come over. Yeah, I mean and that's he, not that bad though. No, but but he didn't pee in that. Dude, he was dude. Literally, I like that he he rang the doorbell. The trainer, to get out. the people, the breeder we got them got him from. He was already kennel trained and potty trained when we got him. Mm-hmm. And then he was with us for like a day or two, and he was already we had him trained. To, he'd go to the back door and hit the little bell, and then he'd sit there and wait for you to bring him out. Yeah, that was. It's just they're smart dogs. So she said they always like to learn. So man, that thing was awesome. So I got a funny story I've never told you. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so my dream dog my whole life was a Saint Bernard. Um, I have thought about having a Saint Bernard literally from the time the movie Beethoven came out. Always wanted one. Lindsay's same way. Kaiser's same way. Right? They they want a Saint Bernard. I do all the research. What are the good things about St. Bernard's? So what you find is on a Google search is all the good things about St. Bernard's. <laughs> yeah. And then you get one. And we got them from a, a uh, like a, I call it a kennel, but a, a place that, that they're bred okay. in Arkansas. We had him chauffeured home. I mean, you know, these these are expensive dogs. Like yeah. they're, and, you how, know, much, how much do the dogs cost? If all in all, all said and done, um, he was to drop him off was about four thousand. Okay. Um. So we get him. He's a great dog. You know we love him. So then we're like, you know, one of the things about Saint Bernard's is you have to get them trained. So we Google and we find. So we find this dog trainer, and um, his name is Al, and he's highly, highly recommended. So we call him, and you know. We, he says, okay, so here's what we do. You sh- you send him to me, and I have him for 120 days. Cool. And so we're like, okay, great. And, um, you know, let's get this dog trained. So one of the things is, is he says, when we when you drop the dog off, y'all have to leave. You cannot come visit until 60 days in. And we're like, this, this guy knows what he's talking about. Like, we're not going to argue with that. So we come in 60 days. We, you know, see him, say hi go back and then 120 days comes out and he's back and he's, he does listen. He'll sit, he'll shake, he'll do all these other things. But when we go outside or he hears noises, he would scratch on the door and want to go outside. So we take him outside and then he would sit at like a a hunting point to look for birds. And we're like, why does he do that? He trained the bird. He trained with the bird dog. He trained the dog as a bird dog, a Saint Bernard, a Saint Bernard, <laughs> and I and we were like, oh, he's and he goes, well, you know, I I train labs, he tra- he trains, you know, hunting labs, yeah, and, and you know, George was with him, and I'm like, you have a Saint Bernard trained to hunt ducks. <laughs> In the middle of Texas with a dog that weighs 185 pounds and can't swim. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, this is awesome. Dude, that dog still to this day, if you go, you want to go get the birds? He will go sit at a point and just look. No way. Oh, every time. And Your then, dr- and then a drool slobber. and Dude, there's no lie. This dog is 185 pounds. Oh, he's gigantic. He is enormous. He's the sweetest dog ever. If you... He weighs as much as Vaughn. Uh, he does. <laughs> we weigh the exact same amount. 
He's he. We love the dog. He is protective though, so we have to kind of keep. Him. I never got to pet him because you always kind of worried about him. It, because I just, it's one of those you don't want to take a risk. Like if he was a Chihuahua, like yeah, I'd let you get bit by a Chihuahua and I'd probably laugh. But a Saint Bernard, if he catches a hold of you, like that's that's when you have to file insurance claims. And I just, I, yeah. you know, I don't want that stress. Yeah, dude. And then I'll kind of feel bad, and I don't want to feel bad. No, man. Like I said, I, I I don't blame you. How old is he? He's four. Okay. So he's got a, he's halfway through his life, pretty much. Really? They normal span is eight to twelve years, but or eight to ten years. But he's normally, big. He's huge, and he's he's not. There's no exercise going on with that dog. He's like you. That's that was rude. <laughs> I may forget what you said, but I'll never forget how it made me feel. Hey, speaking of, Vaughn is about to start working out. Dude, I am. I, you know, I, I, just, I just don't want to put Adam on the spot. And we signed Adam up to be his trainer. But he never committed. But we know what we know. We know what's going on. He does a lot of stuff for free. He'll he do does. And I'll even pay him. I mean, it'll be a low amount. Well, pay me. I'll get it lined up. Okay. You'll be my, my workout agent. Yes. I'm, I'm broker. And I'm, I'm, I'll call it a broker. <laughs> a body broker. Yeah, body by Dale. And I'm sure that when I pay you, I, I have 100% trust and confidence that you will make sure that that money gets to him. Oh, dude. Uh, I would never short out him. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm a swindler. You know that. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm... Uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to get on it, man. I want to do like full full body transformation. Like and I and I want him. You know, he's got to he's got to be interested in getting into workout stuff like having his own line of whatever it is. He's got to be. If he's not, he should be. And I'll Yeah, talk. he should. He, cuz he he stays fit and yeah. uh, and I think he enjoys it. So I'm going to be the yeah. I'm going to be the test subject. He doesn't know it yet. Just start working out some and then come do CrossFit with me. Okay, first of all, I, we've already talked about this. I'm a cross-sitter, not a crossfitter. <laughs> I'm wearing my Kima CrossFit hoodie today. You know one of my, you know one of my, uh, my big, one of the biggest deterrent, deterrent deterrences. That's I think that's a word. Is for CrossFit is the cult aspect of it. I love it. Some people do. Every person you say I, you don't like it until you get into it. I, I'm so I'm sure I would. I gave I gave buddies hell for years. Like I sent every meme. I, so a buddy of mine I work out with now, my buddy Aaron yeah. Alverson, who you know. Yeah. Me and Jacob Marceau, who you know. Yeah. My uh, workout, me best friends work together. We, he started CrossFit in like November 2020, and he was telling me about. He's like, dude, I can't believe I never done this before. I was like, I don't know. So I, you know, he was always telling me about it, telling me about it. So come January 2021, I was like, all right, I'm going to go try CrossFit. So I found the closest gym to us, which was Kima CrossFit. Went there one day. I was like, hey, what do we need to do? Hey, well, you get a free week to come try it out. So me, Adam, and Crystal went together. And, uh, dude, first week, I was like, okay, I'm hooked. So I signed, me and Crystal signed up. It's expensive, dude. It's like 150 bucks a person per month. I mean, it's. In the grand scheme of things, it's not expensive at all, considering it's your health. It's not. It, that's what I'm saying. It's it's expensive to think about because before I'd go work out at anytime fitness for thirty bucks a month. Yeah. So, but you get a lot more. You get training. You get you get a lot of stuff with it. But the biggest thing was the I like as a community. For me, you would like it because you have an audience. Yeah. That's that's it's fun. But dude, I'm telling you, like, I just recently had a little procedure done. I was out for two weeks. 
and not being there for two weeks was like it sucked. Yeah. Because just you know, I see my friends. They they were texting me, hey man, we miss you, dude. You know, but we're good buddies. Right. But the guy that we picked on for years, Aaron, he started working out. Like I told him I was going to CrossFit, so he started coming to CrossFit at our, there. I mean, he was at it for a while, and he's like, dude, I told you, you Marcel picked on me for years, and uh, I wish I'd have started back then. Yeah. Just because, dude, I got they got guys in there fifty years old that freaking kick my butt. They go. They uh, have they been there longer? Yeah. Oh, they've been there longer for sure. That's, but I'm just saying. I, so it's it's promising. And as long as you know, people always say, "Oh, you're gonna get hurt doing CrossFit." Man, I I haven't knock on wood, haven't had any any injuries. Yeah, you just gotta know your body. Right. I don't push it too hard. If I need to scale it, I'll scale it. I don't. I'm not too proud to do that. I'm 39 years old. I'm competing against some 20 something year olds a lot of times, and I'll beat them. But I don't. Uh, I don't get caught up in that to where I'm like, I'll push myself further than I should. And hurt myself. Yeah. The biggest thing is you want to go back every day. I mean, so, I mean, I'm doing it four to six times a week and on Saturday mornings too. So it's just, it's fun. I travel too much for work. That's my excuse. Yeah, I don't, which is nice. I don't, I don't travel. Uh, but, you know, you can figure out ways to get it in. Then I'd have but to join you multiple just, cults. You just need to get in a routine. <clears throat> yeah. And how, like I said, I, I miss the gym too, but. The older I got, the less I got out of the gym. Like far as I was just working out, I wasn't doing enough cardio. Right. So by doing this, it forces you to do cardio. Yeah. Which really helps me. Yeah. And I've seen the most changes. Like literally, I've seen body recomposition from working out that. Yeah, I need. To, I mean, I I do and cardiovascular. Actually, I'm way better off. I do love working out. Don't get me wrong. It's just one of those that. Um. You stop, and then it's hard to get back no, into it. dude, trust me. I know. Today was my first wad I did today from being up two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was scaled for some stuff I couldn't do yet. But, uh, I mean, I felt myself. I got winded a lot quicker from being out for two weeks from really not doing anything except for walking around and doing stuff like that. So, yeah. it's, uh, you know, you got to get back into the routine. The routine's easy to get back into because two weeks is not – because I've, I've been wanting to go back. But yeah. uh, it's it's fun, man. Like, I have a group of guys that I'm buddies with that we go at the same time. We compete, talk shit. So that makes it fun. It's a long drive for me. It's another excuse. It's not that far. I mean, yeah, it is. You're probably the same distance as I am. I That, no. Yeah. It's 10 <sighs> minutes from my house. It's 10 minutes from your house. <laughs> In what world? Do I gotta weigh this? Yeah, you can't. I, yeah, I guarantee you that I'm further away. You live by the gym. No, I don't, fool. I'm on the west side. You're on the east side. Can't, dang it. Came, uh, I'm Tupac. You're Biggie. I had better, way better albums than you. Well, I'm still. Well, we're both dead. We're both dead. <laughs> 11 minutes. It's 10 minutes from my house. Is that by plane or by car? Airboat. Oh, of that, of that option. <laughs> it's like it's like people's Louisiana Uber. Dig airboat. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it's enough of that. I'm getting, I'm starting to sweat talking about working out. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Oh, you big baby. I know. I you think. need, you need to just get active, bro. 
you you act like I'm not. I'm mentally you're, active. You're not. Yeah, but that's not helping your cardiovascular. My cardiovasculars. <laughs> I had an S on the end like Crystal does all her words. <laughs> she does. Walmart. She's like the female Donnie Baker. <laughs> I'm going to Walmart to get my cardiovasculars in. Stay long. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, he's great, dude. He's great. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, being that we're just talking about other stuff, there's something that we've talked about you wanted to talk about a while back is my uh, impatience Oh, so you could talk about just so we could How talk. much time do we have? <laughs> I, so we got to preface this. Okay, go ahead. So I am, there are some differences, although we look alike and I'm a little bit more muscular. There is some differences that goes on in between the four and a half inches of our ears. I am one of those people who is well thought out. I plan, I, re, I, I plan, right? So Dale doesn't plan at all. <laughs> he's the only guy I know that'll get married before he goes to the wedding. Like he's just, everything is so backwards. Um, but he has the the patience of a three-year-old child. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, he will send an, he will send me a text message. And before I'm done reading it, hey, did you get my text? <laughs> He'll send me an email. Hey, I sent you an email. He'll send me an email, text if I got the email, then call me to see if I got the email. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, I, I I got the email, then the text, now the phone call. Has anything changed Dude. since the inception of this email? I just want to make sure you don't miss anything. Dude, and, and you, you know what? You do a fantastic job of that because I don't miss ever. I never miss. I can't miss. You just don't answer quick enough. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't because life, oh. life is on your schedule, and I get it, I, I, dude. And it does. It doesn't like piss me off, or it, it doesn't even frustrate me. It makes me laugh. <laughs> well, as long as they don't frustrate you, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't get frustrated at all. I just think it's hilarious that in your mind, and and like I try to put myself in your shoes of why I'm doing this. I think that in your mind, before you have something to present to me in a, in one form or fashion, I think you think like I have time. Vaughn, you should. obviously has to have time if I've got time. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not. I'm not even gonna say that's selfish, dude. That's presumptive, <laughs> and I love love that. And then what I what I like to do is is really really wait a little bit to reply back with a thought. It drives me crazy. Yeah, I know it does. And then I reply back with like, you know, you went into it full bore. And then I reply back to whatever form of communication you send me with kind of a, well, um, and then it's thought out and you're like, oh shit, let's not do that. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, we talked about this before and... It's, it's uh I don't know, dude. It works for you. It, it's worked for me. Like we talked about this, the, the flying by the seat of my pants, and there really isn't a lot of thinking going on in my head, dude. Uh, like I know I'm I'm a smart guy. Yeah. More street smarts than like common sense smart yeah. than book smart. Yeah. That's just how I am. I wasn't never the book smart kind of guy. But uh, or didn't apply myself to it yeah, more well, so. Hell, you probably didn't want to sit down long enough to read a book. No, you want to go off and do something else. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I was always thinking about how to make money. Yeah. But so for me now, uh, everything I do is just like, dude, I'm a gunslinger. <laughs> everything <laughs> dude. about my life. Dude, it's fun. And it frustrates me too. Dude, I, I, I vicariously live to you on some of these decisions. I just go. <laughs> I, I, like, I really do. Like, I'm like, you know what, Vaughn? It's a good opportunity for you to take a leap and just go into it unplanned. And if we go down, we go down. Uh, down with Louise. Uh, dude, it'll be, it'll be I, phenomenal. You know, I, it's, it's, it's worked out, luckily, even for me and Crystal. We we go through things or stresses or things in our marriage, not anything personal, but far as just things that happen. And I'm like, my biggest thing is I'm like, it's going to work out. Yeah. Like, what? Like, it, well, how? I'm like, it's going to work out. Because it, yeah. things have always worked out for me. Like I've, It always I've, works out even if it doesn't. I know. And so <laughs> I'm not going to say I have good luck because I don't feel like – you, you, you can have some bit of luck. Right. But I think I've positioned my life and myself to be fortunate and have things happen good to me. Right. So it's not 100% luck. But yeah. there's some luck involved. Yeah. But I feel like I, you know, feel like I'm a good person. I've done stuff that it helps things just happen for me. Yeah. And it's just the way the universe works and God works. I, I don't know. Have you, like growing up from the time you were young to to now, do you find that you were surrounded by people who kind of just took your word to do what the... Yes. Okay, so you you were like, they were like, oh, let's go skateboarding, and you're like, "Ah, let's go to the movies, and like, oh, yeah, let's just go to the movies. Yeah, I was always kind of like, even in high school, I was kind of like the, I was like the shot caller. Yeah. Like the the gangs. Yeah. Because I was always in trouble for the instigation, and I was always like the guy, like people wanted to make laugh and yeah. cl- like you're that guy right you know you people like you know hey i don't know what it is about me or just maybe it's the energy and thing that we do like like same you're probably the same way people just kind of want to be around right you and be a part of what you're doing yeah and i don't blame them and i like having fun yeah and so you want to be around people that are fun yeah and so i think that's just what's kind of happened in my life and I could just lie, bullface lie to people, like messing with them, and they believe me every time. Even people that, that I jack with all the time, they're like, dude, I don't know why I believe you. <laughs> I have some friends that just, dude, I, I, it's I a mean, gift. Yeah. And a curse. I mean, it's a, it's conviction. I mean, you, whenever you joke around, like, I, I'm the same way. Like, I'll joke around too. And yeah. like, but the way I say it is like, there's so much conviction behind it that they're like, he's being serious. Well, that, and I, like, I'll say a lot of jokes. You're, you're probably the same way. I'll say a lot of jokes that people don't catch on right away. Yeah. You got to think it's about it. It's real witty and real quick, and then they have to think about it. And then it. you're like, holy shit. Like, people always say, like, I got guys at the gym. I say, dude, don't don't get into a battle with Dale because he's going <laughs> to tear you apart. Yeah. And I, I think it's, like I said, I, I, I owe that a lot to my dad in Seinfeld. That's funny I say that. Like, that's what I feel like my comedy and timing came from because I was so obsessed with that. I still haven't seen an episode of Seinfeld. It's the best ever. In my entire life. It's the best. Everybody tells me that. You would like it because of the way you are? I probably would. It's all timing. Everything's timing. And so that's what, I think that's what, I think that's what warped my mind into doing that. Like, I don't know. But it's just, you know, people just, I feel they think I'm trustworthy. (laughs) Run with it. (laughs) Run, Run with it. But yeah, your impatience is pretty phenomenal. It is, man. So I'm sorry. I mean, dude, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all because I'm one of those that 
you know, if I don't want to do it, I'll just say no. You pretty much go with the flow of what I do, which is good. I will go with the flow unless it's something that I really don't want to do. Like I, really all, have, I haven't had any of that come up. I think we've been, you've been pretty uh, go with the flow with me. Yeah, because you don't try to make me do things that I don't want to yeah, do, I really. I mean, the only thing that I've ever asked of you is to find a restaurant that doesn't have a crowd, <laughs> doesn't have a weight, and doesn't have kids. And, you know, we always kind of find that. And that's, you know, that's all it really takes to... We think about you, man. I know. I appreciate that. Uh, but your yeah. impatience is... Absolutely, a highlight of my life. Uh, I, uh, I I can't even break it. <laughs> I can't. Dude, I, I'm gonna give a good story here. Go ahead. I uh, I'm gonna give a perfect example to everybody of, of your impatience. I was, I so I work. I have, so I have a, <laughs> <laughs> so a full time job, right? So. And I have a position that I'm, you know, fortunate enough that I'm needed by many, many people to make decisions. So I'm on a call that just so happens to be with my CEO, my COO, and my CFO. Dale texts me. I don't reply. (laughs) Dale calls me. I don't answer. I say, hey, I'm on (laughs) on an executive call. I'm going to have to call you back by three. And then, he re- and, then, and then he replies, who's it with? And I reply, with all those positions. And then he, and then he replies, then he replies, F them, hang up, call me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dying laughing. I'm dying laughing on the phone. And somebody goes, Vaughn, what's so funny? And, you know, they know who you are, obviously, from the podcast. Yeah. I was like, it was Dale. Uh, he told me that, that I need to f y'all and get off the phone and call him. And my and my uh, my CEO my CEO goes, why don't you just get him on the phone or or something to that to that man? We're just gonna patch you in. Yeah, hey, let me get in there. I'll be re- I'll be quick, guys. <laughs> guys, I'll be real quick. I'm just gonna have a real quick conversation like, with Vaughn. What kind of shirt should I wear tonight? <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it'll, it'll, I mean, that's the thing. You, you're so amped up. If your house is on fire, dude, you'll never text me or call me about it. You'd be like, no, screw it. My house is on fire. But you will text me, call me, email me, send me SOS, postcards, <laughs> uh, uh, tips, treats about oh. what shoelace colors I have. On. Oh, God. <laughs> dude, oh, dude, that's a life, man. That's how, that's That's honestly, that's when you know you've made it. You just those are the those are the big deals for you. I know. Your emergencies are so minute <laughs> compared to my emergencies, which is, I, dude. I mean, uh, a jealousy. No, I mean, I'm I'm happy for you. Yeah, but I I wish I had a little bit of that in me. That's funny, man. <laughs> I know, dude. I don't even know what to say because it's all true. Every bit of it. I love it. I love it. It's so funny because I. <laughs> oh man! F them. Call me. <laughs> F them. Call me. <laughs> I just always tell people when they talk about something about their job. I need them to do something like just quit. Yeah. What's your job? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got something to do. <laughs> I do. One of these. I need to meet. I need to meet the owner of your company. Oh, he he'll tell you how I am. Uh, no, but I'm just, I'm just for the for the sheer fact of like I've got to see 
who would employ someone like you? I know. He loves me. It's inf- I mean, I love it. You know what my brother-in-law, Nick, used to always say? We need to have him on one day. Because I worked, he was my GM, yeah. and I worked a sales director underneath him. But uh, And he still does. He's like, dude, you're the most productive person I've seen in the least amount of time. Yeah. And that's probably because my, like, I... I'm real big on feel. Everything about me is feel. If it feels right, if I know that it's hot, what's hot? Like I go like when, in my sales job, or my sales guys work for me. I know what's hot. Like I've, I've got a memory like a no under. Like I used to have a rep used to call me. He's like, dude, hey, remember we, three weeks ago we had lunch with this guy, this company. Remember his name? Boom, and I was rattled off. He goes, how did you remember that? And I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about this, 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 and this. Like it just freaks people out. But I have a memory like that to where I don't write anything down. Yeah. For work, which is scary. Well, Everything's just up in my head. Considering how many hours you work a week, I, that, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you don't have anything to write down because you don't have anything to do. No, I got a lot. But the, the crazy thing is I got a lot going on. Yeah, I Because my phone's, I'm, I'm always on the phone. Like, so, yeah, I may not be grinding away working. Yeah. But it's always, my mind's always, it is on work. And we do a lot for that. Yeah. But I do like my me time too, you know. <laughs> But that's just part, like, you know, I, I know how productive I can be in what I produce for the company. Right. Uh, it's, it's, in sales, that's all that matters is numbers. Yeah, and, but, and I do do more than that. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm involved in. I'm included on every damn email in our company. That's just part of it. Uh, and, you know, and I chime in, and I'm I'm, a, I'm the same way about impatience. I'm the same way, like, dude, I get involved in operations. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't like when I get – I mean, they like it, but, like, dude – I'm a stickler for customer service and like take care of the customer and stuff yeah. like that. So that runs over to the customer service team. They're like, I'm sure they're like, this dude's a prick. But I, I'm just very, I'm training a new guy right now, and I'm very particular as well. Mm-hmm. I don't have OCD, but I'm very particular in how I do things. Even one customer where I go see them every week, I stop at Bucky's, grab about three hundred bucks worth of tacos, biscuits, croissants. And I have them like I have like four to five different areas I go to in this plant. So when I go there, I have a buggy, and I have this area for this plant, this area, and I have it set up. And then when I go check out, they they know me as the taco guy. And when I go, I give them like so. Okay, this stuff is for this bag. This stuff for this bag. And uh, so much so with the young guy I'm training, he did something wrong. I'm like, dude, you did it wrong. Yeah. And he like kind of rolls out. I like, dude, it. it it may seem minute to you, but these minor details make a difference. And so that's what I'm trying to teach him. Like, hey, they're, they're, the little thing, you take care of little things, big things kind of will fall into place. Yeah. But I'm real big stickler on presentation, optics, and stuff like that, especially with customers. I'm a, I'm a stickler for the end result. See, I'm real However big. However you get there is fine as long as the result yeah. gets Well, you. see, my result gets there too, but I think about the little parts of it yeah. i guess i came straight from all customer service that's all i've done yeah wait tables work for sprint cell phones and then I've been in the industrial world where you're like it's services what drives our business right so uh yeah man it's it's crazy i know i i don't know dude i'm probably your only friend that's a lot like me like i know i'm i'm different than other people <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are but but the good thing is you're not different in like a bad way yeah you know, there's some people that I, they're, they're, they have this life of, you know, this is how I am, 
but behind the scenes, that's not who they are. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty much what you see, what you get. Yeah, no, I mean, it's flat out. <laughs> it's flat out. And that's and that's one thing that I can, I can totally get on board with is I don't put on a facade. I am who I am. Yeah. People call me egotistical and cocky all the time. Yeah. That's because I'm egotistical and cocky all the time. Yeah, I know. And it's not because of any reason other than I know my I know myself. Yeah. Like, are you the best salesperson in the world? I don't think that I'm second. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> well, um, that's how that's how I am. I think the worst thing you may hear about me is, oh, that dude's freaking cocky. But like in the sales world. Yeah. But I'm proud of what I do, passionate what I do, yeah. and then, but I know who I like. I'm the same person with everybody. Right. Like I don't change. Uh, I may change my language around certain people, yeah. but far as how I act, I I don't try to be somebody I'm not. Most people say co- it would say cocky, but in true, in, in all reality, it's confidence. Yeah, I'm I, an extremely. I, I'm, not, confident I'm not like a person. cocky a hole, but yeah. it's more like I, yeah, I'm confident in what I am and what I do, and I. It's like you, yeah, what you see is what you get, dude. I, I'm not anything different with anybody. Yeah, not a bragger. I don't brag about yeah. anything. I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of confidence yeah in this in this room right now, full of it, full of it, and we're full of it, and we're full of it. <laughs> what uh, what did you want to be growing up, or what did you want to be in high school? Like, what did you just like? What was you like your you thought you were gonna be? So, believe it or not, I always wanted to be an obstetrician. I wanted to go to med school and be an OB/GYN. You would. Now, I was a person who was very, very interested in, 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 I was girl crazy. I mean, I quit sports because of girlfriends. Um, like that's who, that's, I was crazy about them. So I wanted to be an obstetrician. Um, and is it obstetrician? LBG, yeah. Yeah. Um, what changed? Well, I wanted to, I wanted to do it for celebrities. Oh. Like that was in my thought, my Every, thought, mind, everybody right? Does. And I was talking to my mom one day and she, we were talking about med school and I was going to go to Baylor and all this other stuff. And then she said, well, Rosie O'Donnell's a celebrity. And then I was like, yeah, that's, I got to change the course. And then I wanted to be an architect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom had a great point and uh, you can't, you know, you can't. It, I, I always wanted to be a, a doctor. I went to college as a pre-med, which every every person in college is pre-med. And then, you know, I realized, well, this is kind of hard. It's I can't party. I can't party as much. Yeah. That's a commitment. Yeah. You know what? For me, I uh, I think it's just more of how I live my life, dude. I didn't, have, I didn't, I didn't think about the future much, which I should have. But I've got to where I am now, so I'm not going to – I can't – I won't take anything back. Yeah. But what I wanted to be in high school was a high school English teacher. I mean, that would be cool. Because I had a super cool teacher, Mr. Johnson, and dude, we just fragged each other. Like yeah. He called me a name that would nobody could get called nowadays. He'd be fired. Yeah. And I would talk about sleeping with his mom <laughs> in class. Yeah. Until one day she came in there, a sweet old lady from the church. Yeah. Hey, mom, it's Dale. Remember how he said y'all had sex last night? I was like, "You're a bastard." What did his mom? What did what did she just mom? laughed and whatever? But I was like, "Dude, that was below the belt, man." <laughs> you just got praise the Lord. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah, dude, she's sweet, like, but you know, but me and him were cool. We played golf. We played golf after I graduated. But he was a uh, he was the cool teacher. 
Yeah. He had a cool class. He played music. I mean, I, I, and I was big into English. Like, I loved reading. I loved writing. And so that was actually one thing I really liked to do. And so I thought I wanted to do that. And then... Is there I ne- any... I never, I never wanted to go to school. I just started working. So. Are, th- are there any teachers that you had over your life who, like, legitimately made an impact on how you are today? Man, I'm sure... I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm, my mind's so weird. Like I don't even. You don't think about stuff like that. No, I, I had great teachers. Yeah, but I don't have that story. Of like, dude, this person molded my way. Like I had a bunch of great teachers growing up. I I have I have one for sure that I can look back, and I can say, a lot of the things that I do in my life today are based upon how she was as a teacher. She was one of those who would teach to people's faults. Like, okay. so if you were an extremely what smart, grade? if you, this was third grade, Miss Moore, um, if you if you were extremely smart, she would teach you like you were extremely smart. And what you know, and I I was a, a pretty good student as far as grades go, and she would you know she would push me and push me and push me, but she wouldn't push the guy next to me who was struggling. Yeah. She would teach to his level. Okay. And like it made the communication between me, my peers, and her much more understandable. She would have a higher expectation for me of my behavior, yeah. of my schoolwork, of things like that. And I think that's how teaching should be. It should not be flatlined because uh, everybody's different. <clears throat> well, and that goes to even in life. Like, I guess I may have learned that. I don't know if I learned that along the way from somebody or my parents or what, but, uh, being a chameleon with people. Yeah. Like you can't talk to everybody the exact same. Right. You got to know how to play your angles, get stuff that you need to get done out of people, get things out of, you know, that's part of sales too, just kind of manipulating situation, relationships, yeah. uh, not in a negative way, but you, you kind of do that to get what you need out of every kind of relationship, yeah. not, not in a bad way. Uh, but you got to be a chameleon, man. You got to, you can't, you can't, I mean, you. I, I'm the same person with everybody, but you're still different with each kind of groups. Yeah, you know, you can mesh with. Yeah, that's how you can be a good sales guy. Yeah, because you can't just be a robot. You can't be a guy that just. You got to be able to know how to build rapport with people, and you know, find you find out you kinda, what makes them tick. Yeah, you learn that. I don't know how we learn that as humans, and some people can do it easier, better than others. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a. I got a good knack of that. Yeah. But that's a big part of, uh, kind of like what you're saying. Like that's, you've seen how that was. I mean, that's what she did to you guys. Yeah, and she taught that way. And I'll never forget it. Yeah. What grade was that? Third grade. Oh shit. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. Like it, the it's developing funny. brain. Of, I mean, and I've had great teachers. I since know. Then, it's but, just funny. Uh, Pre K. The, the the developing brain is unreal. She knew I was better at macaroni necklaces and. Billy next to me. They, they was not advanced class. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, she's a great teacher. But dude, my teachers loved me, but they knew I was just a jokester, and they knew what they could get out of. Nothing you. was serious. Yeah. Like I wrote my senior year essay. We had it right. You wrote on the movie. Oh no. With Mr. Johnson in his class, I did it on the movie Private Parts by Howard Stern. Dude, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. What? Yeah. Like, you didn't go into full detail, though, right? Oh, yeah. I had to write the whole thing, my thesis and all this. Well, you didn't, like, talk about scenes in which were not appropriate for high school? I don't I don't remember that much. Is I there just, any way you can get a hold of that? Oh, man. 
It's got to be in the archives. I'll, I'll, I'll text Mr. Johnson. Dude, he's got to be funny. He's got to have it. But, dude, I, I was a good like I was good at writing. I really enjoyed it. And uh, so I don't know. Maybe I should start writing. You're the type of guy that'll get one chapter in and stop because it takes too long to get to the end. So you're like, ah, one, cha- one chapter's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, dot, dot, dot. I'm not going to write a whole book. The end. <laughs> no. <laughs> dude, what you need, I got an idea. What you need is somebody to document your daily life on paper so you don't have to do it. And they just kind of write the book for you. Okay, let's hire somebody. I mean, I'm I'm totally willing to do that. And then we can have one follow me, and then we can put them together. Your story is about your view of me. Yeah. That'd be even funnier. Dude, that would be so good. <laughs> That'd be so good. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude. Today he sent me 14 emails and 36 texts about the emails. <laughs> You're the only guy I know. This is a great example. You're the only guy I know that would send an email or would send a text. So we would say something to the effect of, how much is it to, like if we're supposed to split a uh, an event or whatever, and if we split it and it was a dollar, $133.12, you would send me, it's $133.12. In fourteen cents. Well, then you would send that to me, and that's what that's what I would go with. I'm like, okay, that's how much it's going to cost. And then you would realize it's actually thirteen cents. And then you would send me a text message to say it's actually hundred thirty three dollars and thirteen cents. <laughs> like, because that one cent matters in your in your mind. Oh man. I mean, I appreciate it, but just you know, I don't know, man. That doesn't ever. I, just, I would just. I don't know what my brain would do if I had to think like that. You got a lot going on in there. I do. It's always running. It is. That's why I have trouble sleeping. Yeah, you need to not. My do mind that. does not turn off. But you, like the other day, we were doing stuff in here. And you like you said you make me have ADD because of yeah, Oh, you do. Oh, it's it's absolutely. Because <laughs> I'm like, do this, do this, do this. It's at you, you have no patience whatsoever. I don't. I mean, you just yelled at me about the. uh <laughs> the the camera oh no it's back well this you should have you should have been <laughs> what'd you say you should have had this done whenever i got off the phone call and i said well i didn't know that's what we were doing and he said and then you said yeah i didn't think about it <laughs> like how you're the only person i know that goes and punishes somebody after you didn't even know about it <laughs> I mean, I thought it was great. I thought you'd be reading my mind by now. I know, but I, I no, uh-uh, because your mind is here and there, and I can't catch. I'm like a in the middle guy. Yeah, you're very in the middle, and I'm the I'm the abstract of the of the, 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 the you're the brains, <laughs> and I'm just the freaking squirrel. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is you you really bring a dynamic. That's, I mean. It's you're smart in 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 a lot of ways. Like so, yeah. I, I I can't say that I'm the brains, but I'm more of like the tactical yeah, yeah, brains yeah. of things. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, okay, let's throw this on the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, I'm the person that says, well, what substance are we going to throw at the wall? And then you say, well, I haven't thought about that. And I say, well, I have thought about it. And then we throw it at the wall. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a compliment. I have a lot of half brain ideas. You're right. And I just have the other half of your brain to help with those to come to fruition. I know what I like to see. I just don't know how we get there. Yeah. That's exactly what, you know, that's part of what I do. If there was two of us that thought alike, if this podcast was your personality cloned, we would have a whole lot of stuff and not really a start and an end. No. Oh, but yeah, dude, it works, man. I don't, yeah. I get a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> you do. And then I'm always, I'm not a stressed out person either. You would think I'd be stressed out for the stuff that I deal with. No, I mean, the way you do your, the way you do your ideas and your thinking and your texting and everything, it just stresses everybody else out. I'm like, you know, I can tell you, I, I've, oh my God. I've been on, I've been on customer calls when, when they're about to award four or five, six million dollars worth of work, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you're stressed out. If I, if, if I can't get you a PO box number <laughs> within within 22 seconds. <laughs> That's a true story. You're stressed out. Write something for a blurb. Okay. I'm at an event and I'm cooking uh, food for veterans. Yeah, I know, but you can write it. <laughs> you can write a blurb. You got to go to the bathroom, right? I mean, while you're using the restroom, oh. write a blurb. Dude, I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> dude, these have all happened uh, within the last week. Dude, I know. I'm using a very small subset of the day in the life of the Dale Not Dale podcast. Oh. But yeah, don't change. I'd be bored as shit. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't want I wouldn't know what to do without some some disorganization. Oh man. It's all chaos. <laughs> dude, and you know the I want to keep. I can keep going, I'm, and I'm going to. The one thing I can notice, though, too, is is you have to be around like Crystal. If you make a decision, she is so like, let's roll with it. Yeah, she does it. I could not imagine what your household would be if it was somebody who had to think. Y'all would be the most unproductive people <laughs> in the entire world. I mean, you, when you make decisions about food, it takes my wife and I 45 minutes to figure out where we're going to eat. Yeah. You and Crystal have it down in about seven seconds. Yeah. All the options are there. This, I mean, you have the menus for the love of God <laughs> in the back of your mind. Y'all, y'all put an action plan together and you go. I could not imagine if it was. Dude, Crystal. Loyally, blindly follows anything I do. I she does. I mean, that's a testament but, to her. It, but it's you know it's funny because she always says I'm her brain, which is scary. Oh god! But like ever since we've been together, like we'll go to restaurants and I order for her because she's don't remember. I'm like, no, you don't get that. You got this last. <laughs> time. You do do that. I do. Oh, dude. I mean, she's she's always like she's every like, time. She's like, I don't know what I'd do if Dale wasn't around. I mean, that's it's sad, but we've been together that long. Dude, that's, that's just how crazy. our relationship has worked. I think it's awesome. But I I know everything. Like I know her social. I know everything about her, and I'm like I really do help her be her brain. Uh, God bless. It, you. it just happened at an early early on in our relationship, and it's always been that way. 
and it's just funny. And she I, and she says it too. She knows it. You know, we, you and I had this conversation a few weeks ago because I was really I was thinking, like, what happens if somebody's not in this person's life? And I remember asking, what do you think the direction of Crystal's life would be if you weren't around? And I don't remember if we went into detail about it. Like, would she be lost or would she adapt? I mean, what would I she don't do? Know. I don't know. I think, I mean, initially she'd be lost. I mean, but, she'd pull up to a drive through and just keep going around. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, man. I think just how I am, I'm very... Yeah. And she just goes with it. And she has a vacuum, you plug it in. And I don't she, feel like I'm controlling or I but I it's probably the extent of that. You know, I, I <laughs> not, not, not like I tell it doesn't come do, off as controlling. But it's just, but I think it's just that like I said to, to an extent, not to where like, oh hey, you can't do this. Yeah. It's more of a just I think she just blindly follows my lead and everything is everything I've done and we've went through, like I said, it's worked out. Yeah. Like even when I when I left the sprint safety with Nick and them to go work with Jacob at Lance Rental. Yeah. Uh you know, when we sat down, there's a lot of like even with the owner, like we, we sat down and worked about a plan. There's a lot of vagueness. Like even like there's come to like bonus time. Hey, I got have a thing in mind in the year. I don't know what it is yet, but we have this you know, have a good year and we'll talk about your bonus in the end. I'm like, all right, let's go. I don't even care. Because I just trust <laughs> ah, that gives me so nervous. That's what I'm saying. But that's how me Jacob's the same way. We're the same way in a lot of sense on that. And it's just funny because I just I go with it. I'm like, hey, I do my job, do whatever. It's gonna work out in the end. And it, and it has. And the, the owner Jake he takes care of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just I haven't had any mistrust in that. But uh, like like, hey, Chris, I'm leaving this job. I'm gonna go work for Jacob. Do this, this, and this. Okay, that's good. You know, like really, yeah. there's no discussion in it. Like some people are like I'm gonna talk to my wife. It's right. more like. I'm going to do this. And she's like, I trust you. Everything you've done so far, you've put us in good positions. It's worked out. And so she's just loyally trusted me that I'm going to take care of the family and her. Yeah. And I have. But yeah. there's really, like you said, there's no thinking involved. No. That, I, I will say for my uh, business decisions, I, I run none of them by my wife. Yeah. None of them. Because I know she doesn't need my buy-in. She's going to say okay. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, if it was like moving across the country, yeah, yeah, then yeah. we're different. Yeah. But, but if 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 I tell her tomorrow I'm going to quit my job and become a full-time podcaster, she'll be like, awesome. Do yeah. it. What's for dinner? Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's what you want in a spouse. I mean, they like I say, Crystal supports me, and she knows that I'm going to – I'm always – I do think about the family and that and yeah. her – uh, I do put that in the forefront of my thinking, but there's a lot of blind faith that I just, me and Jacob do. Like, so we try to hire people like, Hey, you got to trust it. And I was, I, we had just hired somebody. I was like, we can't expect everybody to think and do like we do. Cause we're right. not the norm. Yeah. A lot of people want to have a plan written out and this, that, and the other. So we got to be a little more conscious of that for people. Cause we're <laughs> me and him just, yeah, let's go, dude. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And that's just how we are. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's kind and of... And that would stress people out. Jacob's the same way? Same way. Text, call, email? Uh, probably, well, he's impatient, too. 
I don't know. I mean, sometimes you can be impatient. Like it's okay. To, I, I'm impatient a lot of times. Yeah. But on a communication level, if I send somebody a text message, <laughs> I'm not gonna call. Yeah. Them. Funny that we t- we're talking about this. I had a text message sent to me, and I'm not gonna say by who it is. Somebody I work with that says. Um, uh, I just sent you an. I just sent you the event info by email with dates, locations. My reply to this person was, "Thank you for the text about the email." <laughs> I mean, it's just, and, <laughs> I mean and it's like I. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, because it, it puts more things in my mind. But I do that to you all day. You do, you do. But I don't need it. I don't need it from from work. Dude. I, know. <laughs> I mean, it's it is. So you've got one ADD person to deal with. You don't need a bunch. It, it's 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 amazing. There, there was yeah, I get them all the time. It's hilarious, dude. <sighs> your impatience is phenomenal. Yeah, I know, man. Keep rolling with it. I'm not going to change. It's going to get you somewhere. It's got me somewhere. No, I'm saying it's going to get you some... Yeah, I, let me rephrase. It's going to get you to a better place. Okay, good. Well, like I said, I, I don't... It's worked this far. Then uh, I'm just going to keep rolling with it, man. I can't I can't change now. I can't teach old dog new tricks. I got another example on here about... <laughs> for me? Is, no. Oh. This is from someone else. It said they had a meeting with the VPs on the 17th at 2 p.m. I sent out a calendar invite. My reply was, so do this so does this text message tell the day and time, or will that be in the calendar invite? <laughs> or are both needed? Did you just double the invite in any event? I still don't have confirmation on my meetings. Like those are the things I think like that it puts me in a tailspin because I don't know. Are you gonna put it on my calendar? Are you gonna text it? Or are you, you gonna call tell me I should add this to my calendar? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it, it just it and maybe it's overthinking. You're overthinking. Well, I don't do any of that. You know, I still don't have that invite on my calendar yet. Oh man, drives me nuts. Because both they, he sent two, they canceled each other out. Back to the <laughs> back to the big back to the Big Mac and Diet Coke. We see full circle, full circle, full circle podcast. <laughs> uh, well, dude, we've we've been like over an hour, so and then you're gonna you see you're talking about the time because you're getting impatient. You do this every episode. I do. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, that was an hour and thirty-seven minutes. Oh, we're an hour and eighteen minutes right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna keep you on a few more minutes. Oh god, Dude, the Astros are gonna play tonight. I know. I hope we win. Me too. We need it. Oh, yeah. I hate that they postponed that game. Yeah. Did, did you not? Did you send an Instagram thing to New York? Ask him why. <laughs> yeah, dude. I firmly believe. I, I I seriously think this. All professional sports teams should have a roof. Yes. I, I think it is so incredibly. Weather should not be affecting. No, it shouldn't. Not with the amount of money that they put into sports. They need to have a roof. That can open and close, so when it does rain, you can have the game. 
Yeah, for people to buy tickets, or you like say yeah. if you bought tickets and then you couldn't go the next day, we're, right. you're screwed. I mean, and these tickets for an Astros game, what fifteen hundred bucks a piece, yeah. and if it gets canceled in New York and they can't go the next day, they're out fifteen hundred bucks. There's no refunds on tickets. Ugh. I mean, I couldn't imagine. Well, no, they that game they postponed. They said to keep those tickets. They're good for the next day. But what if you couldn't go the I next know, day? I know, I know. Yeah, I get it. Then you try to sell them. I mean, you could be able to sell them, but you may lose out some money. I don't know. Yeah, I just it's too much of a hassle. <clears throat> so, well, this has been fun, man. <laughs> what, what have you missed for yet? <laughs> Hour 20. <laughs> Dude. All right, man. I'm just thinking about dinner. Uh, me too. Crystal's texting me too. All right. Uh, But yeah, man, this was fun. Let's wrap it up. This was totally off the cuff. It was. It was off the cuff. This was a day in the life of Dale. Yes, it was. No thought. No thought. This is actually your thought to do an episode. I know. It's good times to expound well, on. Like I said, it flows, man. That's the thing is we can talk and it's just easy. Yeah. yeah. But I just wanted everybody to know what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Yeah, right. Hour 20 minutes, 21 minutes. Thank you for listening to the Dale Not Dale podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>